Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to We Are Doomed, a Sakura Rangers podcast, where we talk about where we focus on conventions, cosplay, and nerddom in general. Who are we? Well, I'm Cole. I'm the Green Ranger. I'm McKenna. I'm the White Ranger. I'm Robert. I'm the Red Ranger. I'm Tyler. And we are back once again in the studio. How's it going, everyone? Going really good. I love the new couch. I got some uh, headphones in. Oh, we have a couch. Beats. Yeah. How did we get that in? Ooh. How did we get a couch Magic. in here? We don't have a door. We Magic. just saw it floating and grabbed it. The roof's still not done yet, so we just pulled it through the top. Oh, yeah, right. we, we, we got this. There's a back alley. Yeah. yeah. Just uh, back alleys are notorious for spawning couches. You just you look there. If there's no couch, you look away. You look back. There's a couch there. Wow. Talk about spawn retimers. Spawn timers. Or... Or even sometimes there's the old uh, like full cathode uh, TVs in there a lot of times. But the thing is, like you look there, it's there. You look away, they're gone, and they just you keep looking and looking away. It's even faster if there's a sign that says uh, two dollars on it. Oh shit! See, that's a uh, that's sort of a uh, Schrodinger's uh, 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 alley junk. Where if you do that, it's like somehow there yet also gone at the same time it just yeah. isn't mm-hmm. plausible so, sometimes the there's a couch you look away you look back and there's a armchair Ooh, dang. The, thing, Switch up. the thing i always find hilarious is the joke that if you stick a like put something on the side of the street and put the sign free on it it will never disappear but if you put a sign that says five dollars on it it will disappear within a few minutes within an hour because it now has monetary value yeah yeah <laughs> Yay, capitalism. So. Exactly, which is... So, so, so. we don't have guests this week. So. I apparently oh. missed a guest last week. Yes. I kind of so. got lost in the void. So. You're wondering what happened to you. Yeah, unfortunately I took a wrong turn and floated off it for a little while. Wrong turn, turn at Albuquerque. Right at Albuquerque. <laughs> Albuquerque exists in the void? Yes. Albuquerque. Albuquerque exists everywhere, okay? It, it okay. is a nexus point. Albuquerque is a nexus point. Just like Timbuktu yeah. is, apparently. Mm. Well, come now on. Have you never listened it. to a Weird Al song? Now you get it. Albuquerque. 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 <laughs> I knew I could get him to sing. A- I love the studio. L. B. Kirky. Kirky. Q U E Alba Ker Key Key. Oh, there's a lot of Q's in Albuquerque. I've sent stuff to Albuquerque before. I haven't had to write that on stuff. So, I thought I would know how to spell it better than that. A L B Alba Ker. Yeah, A L B E. It's not E, it's A, isn't it? Alba. Oh, maybe it is it's E. Alba Kirky. Yeah, yeah. We are off to a great start, aren't we? Apparently. Up there with Cole messes up the names of the states. So, uh, welcome our guest. Our guest is Cole. Hello, Kill. What? How's that? What? Kill. Say hello, oh, Cole. Hi. I already I said you are, you're our guest today. Kill. Kill. Apparently. Uh, since you weren't on our show yesterday, you must be a guest since you're new today. Kill. So, Cal, tell us about yourself. That's fascinating, fascinating stuff. Thank you, Cal. Thank you, Cal. 
Uh, other than talking about yourself, uh, how about we talk about some uh, upcoming uh, cons? Sure. Ah. Uh. Ah. Ah. Well, uh, uh, why don't you just skip right into it and do your business? Do, do the open, thing. Do the once thing. I open do the, the right. thing. Hold on, I. You're not prepared find... for the thing. There it is. Well, I'm sorry, I, I had the wrong thing open. Oh anyway. no! Well, then I yeah, must that's stall. That's what she said. Oh, now I now I'm good. Are you sure okay. you're prepared? Yes, Are you I'm sure? prepared. You're, you're I positive. am prepared. Positive. I'm still stalling. So if you're not prepared, this is where you can do it because I'm still stalling. A little bit. <laughs> no. We never want to go and rush a guest, you know. No, 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 you can't guest. do that. They're, they're fragile. They're evil. here. They don't know what they're doing. They're in a void. They don't have a body anymore. It's it's a changing time. And you're, some days your body grows adjustment. hair and you're not understanding it. For your information, I am not a a I'm void. not a floating nothing. I'm a floating Green Ranger helmet. Thank you very much. You're a Green um, Ranger? Oh. I didn't know that. Thanks for telling me. Go, go, go. Hey, now we have two. Go, go, go. Moving on. Um... <laughs> This week, for upcoming conventions, we have five this week. As as the year end comes to a close, the, the conventions start to dwindle. So starting off, of course, if you were attending any of these cons, um, Hyper Japan Christmas Market in London, <laughs> UK. That, that, that might be my favorite name for a convention ever. Hyper Japan! But here's the thing, though. This is what's really funny. Hyper Japan Christmas Market being held at Tobacco Dock, London, UK. Well, I'm guessing it's in the Docklands, then. Probably. Um, Collision Con, spelled with a K, in Bloomingdale, Illinois. Tomodachi Fest in Boise, Idaho. And Atlanta Anime Day in Atlanta, Georgia. Georgia. Yes, and for Comic Cons, we also do have Chicago Pop Culture Con um, in St. Charles, Illinois. Guessing outskirt of Chicago. Yes. But there we go. If you are attending any of these conventions, of course, have fun, be safe, and as always, follow the 10 rules of con. Do we want to go over those again? I think we, we just did, so I think we're good. I think we're good for now. All the yeah. ten rules? Yeah. All right. So and that is it, then. Yay. So what's, up, what's next up on the docket? Do hmm? Robert, what's on the docket? Hmm? What? Next You're up. Thing. Hwa. Hwa. So has anyone watched uh, Westworld? Yes. So I watched the first episode today. I've watched everything but the newest episode. Oh. Oh my god. Oh. Well, so, I think I might have missed one episode. So, like, my I, roommate and I were going to watch it together when everything else was taking its winter break. But since we were discussing it on the podcast tonight, I decided to watch at least the first episode. Good yeah. choice. Yes. Mm-hmm. And what was your I mean, opinion? I'm going to continue of watching without episode. it. So. And what's the what's your opinion of the first episode? Uh, I like it. Okay. Um, no wow? <laughs> I like it as a wow. Um, <laughs> as a wow. Yeah, you, I mean, like, visually, like, wow, the storyline, it, it, it's all amazing, and people should go watch it. And yeah. considering you've only watched the first episode, 
the storyline just gets better. It gets even better. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. like the hooks are set with the first episode. Yeah. So, we, so how many episodes have we all combined? We watched. Well, Robert, watched uh, Robert. Uh, I think I'm two episodes behind right now. Um, I actually need to go and check and see exactly what episode I'm on here. Okay. Tyler. Because uh, episode seven just aired and I watched it. Okay. Okay. Um, I might only be one episode behind then. Okay. Maybe. Yeah, okay. Uh, how about... Mm, uh, mm, and so, I'm about one episode behind or so. Okay. So I'm ahead of everyone. Yeah, by I at least one episode. Well, I've mi- well, I watched about half of the newest episode. I had to go out for uh, a little oh, bit you're still during. Behind. Oh, no, yeah. don't even joke. If you haven't watched the whole episode, you're you're behind. Go yeah, ahead. that's what I heard. <laughs> that the the second part of the episode was extremely uh, interesting. Interesting. Yeah, and considering yeah. The, from what I heard that it it blew up Twitter, <laughs> so yeah. I look forward yeah. to seeing it. Even saying nothing is saying something. That's the problem. Mm. So, we'll I talk about the first about episode. It. We'll talk I about the first about episode. What the okay? So the next, that, 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 the newest episode. I had theories. My theories came true, but not in the way I thought they would, which is quite expecting or un- un- surprising. Un- surprising. I thought it was. I knew it was going to happen, but I didn't know it was going to happen in that way. By the way, I would like to easily say that Anthony Hopkins is a fucking god. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that man has been acting for so long and he just is mm, he just does such a beautiful job so yes I agree um, it's pretty great because like in the show he's I don't know the latest episode he does has also has a just acts pretty good he acts different and you're like mm-hmm. yeah I, I can't say anything because you guys haven't watched it but, well, I have technically. Mm-hmm. No, don't say technically. You've I, not finished it, Cole. and I don't know if you're at the part that I'm thinking about. I can't say that part because of spoilers. Because <laughs> you know what, we're gonna it's go and do Tyler something here. Not to get to say what he wants to say. I just want. Okay, I want to. I don't want to talk about what's going on with that. I just want to talk about the concept of it. What do you think of the concept of? Westworld. What was it? What does it make you think about? Does it make Ken and Robert because they're the ones that are have only seen like? Well, I guess Robert, you're maybe I guess as far behind as old. So yeah, no, I, I I'm I'm looking at the docket here and I'm up to episode six. So yeah, I'm or I should say I'm done with episode six. So I'm I'm just an episode behind. Um, and Cole hasn't watched the last episode. Fully. But what's going through my head with this? I, I have to go and divert this conversation a little bit. Did anybody see the uh, see the movie that no. came out for this? <laughs> or the sequel? Yeah, oh god. Future World. <laughs> Future World or the West World, the movie. Um, yeah. Which is based on the book by the same guy that did Jurassic Park. Yeah. A guy who writes about <laughs> theme parks that don't go as planned. Who's the guy that plays the what the head of personality? I'm trying to remember or behavior. Can't remember his name now. Uh, behavior. Oh, behavior. I don't know his name. Yeah, the head of behavior. I have JP. Like the character or the actual actor. 
The name is oh Bernard, yeah Bernard, head of Westward Programming. Um, yeah, Jeffrey Wright is his name. Yep. Yeah. Really good actor. <laughs> yes. Yes, he is. Apparently, oh, he was apparently in Casino Royale and Quantum of Solace. And three of the four hunger. Hmm. So, I want to say, uh, I like again. I want to ask the questions. Yeah, that's uh, another thing. It's like. A combination of Jurassic World and um, Hunger Games. Mm-hmm. With the, that giant circle table. I guess. Hunger Games. Uh, like, I want to I wanna ask the question of, like, what is your thoughts about, um, I guess, AI, robots, Turing tests, and things like that? Mm-hmm. Don't all like, jump to say things, or do you just not have any like super indefinite feelings of sci-fi future like that? And you're just like, oh, it's a good show to watch. I, it's, it's, I mean, it's interesting. It, I mean, it definitely raises those questions, especially since we've had a robot, or we've had an AI here in the real world pass the Turing test today. Or today, recently. recently, has that actually happened? Uh, a self-awareness test. I don't know if it's fully. Because that's not the Turing test. The Turing test is like fueling, uh, fooling humans, basically. Well, it's true AI versus programming. That's what the Turing test tests. Um, truly independent thought from a computer versus... To, yeah, here recently we had a computer... Uh, because it's self-awareness. Because uh, no, a Turing test is like the uh, requiring a human being to not be able to distinguish it from a machine or another human being. It's not. It's not. It's not about the machine understanding itself or having AI. It's about it being able to f- uh, fool other humans. So it's saying the perspective of it is seen as you can't tell the difference of it being a human or a robot interesting test test for intelligence and computer requiring the human yeah okay self-awareness test that's completely different yes um like it doesn't sound different but it is the mind is such a wide thing like that because like it's all about perspectives and uh being self-aware opposed to making other people yeah it's, it's all who's perceiving what and when you start getting to those areas it's very you gotta choose your words carefully because you can say the uh, two different words that you think mean the same thing but mean completely different in the context of brains and consciousness because we don't really understand it it's just a thing mm. and it's yeah it can get real confusing real quick yeah. So, well, but. I will go and say, doing a little bit of quick research on here, it's interesting because there have been several claims of computer AI passing the Turing test, but none have been able to replicate the results more than once. Mm-hmm. So, this yeah. is kind of a question of at what point do you define having passed? And the question is like, for Turing test, if you're administering the Turing test, Test, don't you then already know that it's a computer rather than you're not supposed to you're not supposed to say hey come in for the touring test it's supposed to just kind of happen 
Yeah. Um, that's that's another thing. You're supposed to. That's that's all the thing about. So testing. It has it's to like be a double blind study at which point, or a double blind test. Which yeah. Point. You'd have to have controls, yeah. and you'd have to have a whole huge sample size, and you'd have to be able to do it more than once. And that's the whole scientific theory and practicing in that sense. Mm -hmm. And that's why it passing it once doesn't. Uh, it passing it once. Uh, there's too many odds that it lines up to just coincidence. And they have yeah. to do it consistently, opposed to just doing it once. Because if they do it like that, then it could just be statistically possible for that to happen. Uh, so that's why it's not a pass if it's just in that sense. Yeah. It should be a robot that basically can fool, I guess, probably 50% would be a high enough number. Because if you have a sample size of, like, 200 people, that's 100 people that can't tell. Mm-hmm. And so. then, like, there, there's other shows right now that have also played with AI and cyber, uh, AI robots and what have you. Being The one that comes to mind is Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm -hmm. Spoiler! Newest season has a an AI robot. Um, and like, that they're trying to hide is uh, a robot, so... Oh, is that, um... Shit, what's his name? Um, that was no, that was DC. Never mind. Yeah, and I, I, I was like, I'm not even talking about Ultron and that mess. No, I'm. <laughs> well, yeah, that's another thing. Is like Ultron. That was the whole thing of of uh, Vision. Is he's a robot? That's mm -hmm. they had Jarvis, and they're comparing the crystals of it being an AI and a brain, and that was a whole. Yeah, whole... the the intelligence stone taking. An AI into the next level. Yeah. But um, the fact that it, it requires that uh, extraterrestrial, otherworldly stone to even do it. Well, that's, that's comic books. Yes. Yeah. That's what they're... It's comic books. They, they, they just came out with a new movie about magic with it. So, like, come on. It's, it's comic books. You, you, gotta, you can't really... <laughs> hold a whole lot of theory. Like, the only reason is because the newest comic books are all trying to ground it in science, but then with even with um, with a uh, Doctor Strange coming out, um, which we should also talk about, um, yeah. with Doctor Strange's magic, the theory behind that is that it's all just like quantum physics. So it's still based in science, but it's magic looking, uh, like where Thor's magic is uh, so advanced that it's, he goes, well, to us, you have science and magic, but where I'm from, they're the same thing. And that's yeah. basically Doctor Strange's <laughs> science. Is, his magic is basically just science that looks feels like magic. Mm -hmm. But isn't that what science basically is? I <laughs> To an uneducated mind, yes. <laughs> yeah. It's like magic. Yeah. Because it I... basically is. Just like how we got our couch. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> that's not magic. That's just somebody throwing something away and making it our problem. <laughs> very, very comfy problem. Yeah. Um, I don't know though. On, on the front of AI, I got to be honest. This is a conversation that I am going to check myself out of because <laughs> I know you guys have heard me talk about on how terrified I am of Ray about Kurzweil and the work that he's going and doing. It's it's, it's not gonna. 
I will terrify anybody that's listening to this podcast if I go into this. So please, you guys talk about AI. I'll come back when we start talking about Westworld and how awesome it is and the execution in there. We'll talk about it that right now. Brilliant go. show. Talk about that, Rob. <laughs> yeah, just it's a great concept. Michael Crichton came up with a great idea behind this. I actually am, despite recognizing that it has not aged well, uh, I've been a fan of the original 1973 film, not so much its sequel or the very short-lived Beyond Westworld uh, television series. When I heard the HBO... What was that? Medieval World. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's such a... It's a refreshing concept, even though it is an old one. It's nice to see interest in something like this being picked up because it seems like a lot of television is delving so far into the sci-fi realm that it only has one direction to go, and that's into the past. Uh, We're going and seeing that with at least a dozen shows that are running on television right now. Westworld should fall into the same whole as the rest of them whether it's timeless frequency 12 monkeys all of which i will say are good legends shows of tomorrow yeah yeah exactly yeah legends of tomorrow as well it's legends of tomorrow that... and timeless following the same storyline just fyi yeah <laughs> like every week they're going to the exact same point in history it's kind of creepy now <laughs> yeah no I've, I've got a weird feeling that there's some uh some script hijacking on one side or the other. I'm not sure on who it is, but that's that's another discussion for a different podcast. Yes. Westworld is just such a refreshing thing because it isn't trying to fit into the same mold everybody else is. You go and think, oh, well, we've got this futuristic concept and it's got cowboys and all that stuff. And thank God it's not like any other show that's on television right now in that way because it's trying to go and show us a very possible and I believe very quickly coming future reality, whether we're talking about AI or just pre uh, pre-programmed autonomous robots. This is a real possibility in the next 20 years to have something like this happen. You go and see 20? the, uh, I don't know about 20. I, maybe not a theme well, park. Well, like an autonomous robots. Yes. In the next, yes. Yeah, that side, that side of things, we're probably within 15 years of going and having an autonomous robot that could go and pass for human. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've seen mm-hmm. robots now. Maybe. I, th- this, is, this is one I will fight anybody on, because now we have robot systems where they're going and 3D printing skin cells that are actually human in nature there's nothing that's you know self-sustaining at this point but we're getting to the point about where we have synthetic materials that are able to go and match up with human skin when it comes down to pigmentation on there we're going and seeing better and more dynamic servo systems coming out some of the robotic stuff and i'm not talking about japan everybody thinks of japan for some reason when it comes to robotics because of the interest in that stuff you're seeing stuff in every country in the world that's trying to go and develop whether it be prosthetic parts whether it go and be full body replacements there is such an interest in this market or in this marketplace in this world you will see an autonomous robot i do believe in the next 10 to 15 years and I do believe that we're going to start going and seeing something like the Hall of Presidents at Disneyland capable of walking around theme parks and whatnot within the next 20 years. I really, 
I see nothing that's going to stop that. If anything, oh. technology's progressing faster. It's a small world attacks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's funny, actually. Nightmares. For those that have seen a little bit, like, okay, if you watch the opening of Westworld, you, of course, see kind of like the machines making the bot, making yeah. so, the so, so, like, that. my favorite part of that, to interject here, is, like, like, the, 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 the bodies on the, the circles, which mm-hmm. very much reminds me of Vitruvian Man. Well, I think that's the whole point. That's of it. the whole yeah. point. Yeah. It's also very fam- familiar to people who have played um, Fallout 4. Fallout 4? Because it is very similar to how the Institute adds skin to their, adds skin to their robots. People have made and, that. Um, um, what, what's the... the, the an Angelina movie. Um, there's another one with the 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 white goo. Reminds me of the mm, 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 another movie with the white dude with Anthony Hopkins. No, white goo, goo. White goo. Uh. Angelina Jolie. I'm IMDbing this, guys. So I got nothing. With robots, yeah, like goo. No, but the no one robots. thing that I, no robots. But the thing that I was I was thinking about trying to figure out was like what would be, or, like first off, because I live in the house of the scientist, we get this Want question. It. We kind of we start thinking about this. Was like what are they? What analog would they be using for, for like the structure and the skin, and what are they using for the pigmentation and the blood and like what replacement for that? It's kind of interesting along those lines. I'm hmm. going to guess that they have libraries of samples that they can just, just like we have libraries of pigments for painting. Yes, I know. But the fact that, like, I realize that, but to be able to gain, add the add warmth, add color, add, like, all of these different things. Like, what, what substitute? Because if Tyler would, um, had, would hmm. probably recognize this particular thing, later on there is a scene where you can see one of the hosts being made and getting filled up with fluid. Yep, and it's and I'm not. It'd be interesting to figure out how that happened. Like how what are they what they're using? Blood? Yeah, like what they're using for it. Maybe they have nano robots. Maybe. Like it's it's so far sci-fi that they're now using materials that we might not exist because it's all in sci-fi universe. Yeah. Uh, but it's all plastics, I assume. Uh, some type of plastics, yeah. carbon fiber. It's all done three D printing wise. Bioplastic, yeah. Yeah, bioplastic. Uh, all kind of the same, I guess. No, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, some kind of the fluid could literally be anything. It could be a fluid that is like a synthetic blood. Yeah, because because the only reason I mentioned because we've I've had this conversation with my roommate, and like synthetic blood nowadays is kind of expensive. <laughs> yeah, but that's the but, but then that, of course, but in the park is also forty grand to get into, and ten to ten grand a day. So, is it ten grand a day or just says forty grand? Uh, forty grand entrance, and then I think it's ten or uh, forty oh, grand for the weekend, but it's essentially ten grand a day. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't know. That's one of the it, lines that is further on. Is one of the visitors was saying this is ten thousand dollars a day. Hmm. And trying to remember if I ever heard that because I totally remember them saying that it was 
You're and a and the, like even in episode one, they said there there's over what a thousand. Uh, that many a thousand guests guests though. in the park or something. At one yeah. time. But then this is all so, the future, and we don't know how much money kind of is worth in, right yeah. now. I mean, inflation. But if they're mentioning a large number, guaranteed, it's a large number. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. I mean, consider the fact that in the original 73 movie, it was $1,000 a day. <laughs> inflation inflation can make up for that pretty quick. I could go and dump that into going into that park right now if I wanted to. That's true. That's yeah. like... Uh, um, shit, that could be uh, like a 3D printer. Boom, right there. Yeah. The one uh, on our desk is $3,000, so... My, uh, uh, my VR was like 18 Yeah. Mm-hmm. That one guy's boss, Tyler. The oh, one don't freak out. He did wow. say that to a guy. Uh, yeah, because remember, there, there was two characters in there. Yeah, he said 40 our... grand. Did he say 40 grand? I could have said 40. He said 10 grand he said... for that. No, he he's the one who said forty. Okay. Like I can't believe I spent forty thousand on this for you. Yeah, and then later on he said it was at least ten grand a day. Uh, see, I don't remember him saying that because I remember him talking about it, and like he's the one who was who actually said the price. We could look it up right now. We could. How much? How much does it cost to enter? <gasps> West world. He was a Google fact has said how much is it to visit? Now I'm <laughs> looking it up on the internet right now. Okay, uh, okay. Well, I, okay, maybe I'm wrong. Okay, I think I am wrong because I just typed it in and it came up on the independent forty thousand dollars a day. Here we go, and William, uh, between two of them, I didn't pay 40k a day for this. Oh, there you go, 40k a day. Oh, geez. Yeah, so, with well, over a thousand guests in the park. Startup and maintenance costs for the park must be enormous, so much that their guests must pay $40,000 a day. And it's interesting, though, just like how free this place seems to be, because <laughs> like how freeing people seem to be, because they I've seen guys just walk in, boom, it's like shooting everywhere for That's no reason. The whole point. It's all about making the guests happy. Yeah. So, like, okay, now I want to talk about is the whole concept. It's crazy where somehow it jumps between a wild western to a sci-fi futuristic yeah and it literally it's double genre and like all of a sudden it's like oh they're fighting indians oh they're out in the desert shooting guns and being all yippee-ki-yay motherfucker and then all of a sudden it jumps back to the, like the kind of uh corporate espionage mystery uh questions about life of like the whole concept of them being robots and they're not they don't feel anything they're they're programmed for what we want them to feel and that seems to be the thing they constantly say and the whole theory of it is the robot robots get killed and raped and murdered every every day, and then they get reset, minds wiped, and they come back and um, do it all again. The problem is, is now they're starting to remember those things and starting to hold grudges and shit like that. And, and starting what to be when robots hold grudges. Yeah. Well, they'll because of a new update, small th- uh, a small thing that added um, slightly different expressions and 
yeah. memory ticks yeah. that allows for memories to bleed through. It's sort of like them building the code for these robots. It's constantly like uh, writing and overwriting their memory has like given them a sort of a subconscious because of it. So there's a whole bunch of like fractal data that's just kind of in there that they can still pick from, even though it's been erased. Because that's actually how um, uh, that is a thing that happens to data and recording that you'll have. Um, they call it ghosts in the machine. Um, mm-hmm. And it's when data sort of just kind of builds up and it's just random data from various things like uh, think about even if you delete something it's not actually gone yeah not a hundred percent it's just it's always just gonna be a little bit there um it's like the whole thing remember the money scam where like uh money would always like it'd be such a sole fraction of a money in the bank that it would just round up and then there's that whole uh they had a couple movies about it too the whole scam of they would take the small fractions of those monies and then put it into a separate account, and then it would made tons of money because how many fractions a day were actually happening and how many like fractions of dollars were sliced off. So it's like fractions, fractions of pennies. Fractions of cents. Yeah, fractions yeah. of cents. So it wasn't. It was less than a penny, like a partial of a penny. So you don't actually notice it, but you get everyone doing it, You're making mm-hmm. however transactions that, and you put that into one spot. It eventually adds up. Kind of the same thing with data. You get a fraction of a piece of data, and then it sticks with another piece, and then it starts building up, and then they've got like a kind of subconscious. And that's actually how computers sort of slow down. Like mm-hmm. over time, computers will get slower and slower because they've got a buildup. And as soon as you like wipe your computer and get rid of everything and set it back to normal, it's all of a sudden fast again because it literally like wipes everything. Like that's basically reformatting your whole hard drive and it'll make it so much faster because it gets rid of all that excess junk that you don't even see just like cobwebs cobwebs in in a hard drive so yeah i don't know it's an interesting concept of stuff and it fascinates me i think deep into that yeah well can i just throw something out here because this my favorite thing about this show is kind of a weird thing. It's not even so much what I'm seeing on the screen. It's just the fact that even though this is an older idea, in a marketplace that's just such a lush with the same things over and over again, whether it be, and I hate to go and say this because I'm sure people are going to come out and want to kill me over this. I go and see a show like Game of Thrones and it's a good show, but I just see so many other influences in the way that it's shot, the way that it's directed, the content that's on the inside of it, to so many other things that we've seen before. It just, it's a very well executed thing that I've seen in the past. Mm-hmm. And we're going and seeing all of these futuristic shows. I mean, time travel is like the hot thing right now on television. And then you see something like this which manages to go and incorporate a whole bunch of things we've seen before, but approaches it in such a self-aware way when they're going and jumping between these two different landscapes, whether it be in the park where you're going and seeing things in the wild West or you're in the actual uh, corporate offices and in the maintenance areas and going and seeing everything come together. 
isn't it just great having a show that feels original for a change? I don't know if you guys feel the same way, but I just absorb media and looking through the way that everything is shot, everything is done. I constantly find myself bored. I haven't had that moment watching this show. Mm-hmm. It just constantly keeps me interested. Even when it's a slow point inside of the storyline on there, I'm constantly fascinated by everything that's being processed and the implications of what's being said. I haven't. I don't think there's been yeah. a moment in the show that's just felt like wasted space or filler content. Mm-hmm. You don't feel the same, Tyler? I, I'm, I'm curious. Wasted. Mm. It's like I, I agree with the, the the being bored by most of TV out there, and oh, totally. this is one that I'm watching as opposed to messing around on my iPad yeah. <laughs> while I sit on the couch and it plays. Yeah, I will admit that I watch way too much um, reality television, so mm. so this is a nice change. I don't know. I like. I watch. I watch a lot of stuff, and a lot of times I don't find stuff being. Um, what the hell's the word? The word you used. Uh, well, like kind of boring. I guess I don't really. I don't, maybe I just don't watch. Like I don't have cable anymore. Yeah. So. I don't. I don't sit on the TV. I don't watch just TV that's on. I have to like go out of my way to watch what I want to watch. And mm-hmm. so, a lot of stuff, it'll be stuff on Netflix. Even then, now they have a lot of stuff on Netflix that you can just be junk to watch. But, I... Yeah, I have to go out of my way to watch stuff. I have a lot of YouTube stuff. Um, even then, now I've realized that there's a bunch of shows I just put onto my YouTube, onto my watch later list, and I never actually like go through them. And so, I just stopped watching. I just got rid of all that stuff. I'm like, okay, I'm not watching that stuff. I just not going to put it on there anymore. So that stuff is weighing down quite a bit and watch tons of anime. That's always interesting for me to watch. Um, what I am excited about is l- lately the kick has been things like um, fantasy and like I haven't really had a good TV show to watch in a while. Like I would watch Game of Thrones. I liked Game of Thrones. Um it enjoy I enjoyed it. I watched it with my mom, read the book, so I was always kind of comparing it. Now they're completely going off the record of the book, so it's everything is new. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like the latest season of Game of Thrones was tons of action, all payoff. Like, I don't think there was an episode that was bad or boring or anything. Uh, the books definitely had a whole book where it's just a whole boring, nothing was happening. So you can get through that. But I haven't had a good sci-fi show in a while like not even expanse or what's the other one um killjoys i don't even watch and dark matter Mm. i don't Um, watch any of those 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 are my go-to sci-fis right now the Um, last sci-fi show i remember really watching is fringe so last sci-fi show i watched but, I don't remember. Yeah, but now with now with uh, uh, Westworld, when I first saw the ad for Westworld, like the commercial for it, I was like, "Oh, that's really weird. I don't know what's going on in that." 
And then I just hear Westworld episode one came out and everyone loves it. I'm like, well, shit, I'm going to watch it now. It was on HBO and HBO does good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. Really glad Stranger Things came out. That popped out and that was also really good. That was a good I keep pop. hearing that, but I, I haven't seen Balls. it yet personally. Well, you're missing out, Cole. I don't know. Maybe I will. I'll have to figure it out later. That's one that's really easy to just binge and inhale. I mean, it's eight episodes, and you'll probably get through it in two nights. <laughs> hmm. Maybe. We'll see. Oh, if I can, I can. So Yeah, you can. Easily. Yeah, I suppose. Um, let's see. Anything yeah. else lately that's been going on other than Westworld? Grand Tour. What is Grand Tour? You guys have been talking about this no, for Grand like. Wait, 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 what did you just say? Oh, don't even. It's coal. Come on. It's coal. It's coal. Come on. Okay. You guys have been. Ladies and gentlemen, we will be holding auditions for our new Green Ranger starting next week. Please go and send your submissions to soccerrangerspodcast at gmail.com. Somebody tell me what is it? Cole. Yes. You know, you know how Jeremy Clarkson was like. I have no thing. idea who that is. You don't know who Jeremy Clarkson is. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Ladies and gentlemen, wait a gentlemen we are holding auditions for a new Wait a second. Okay, wait, a second. Even... wait a second. Wait a second. Jeremy Clarkson was that Brit. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Hey, Top yeah. Gear? Top Gear? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. You know, okay. You, you know you yeah. Yeah, 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 I know him. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Eventually, everyone left Top Gear. Well, what are they going to go do now? Amazon. Oh, so they started a new show. Okay. Top Gear for Amazon, and it's called Grand Tour. Um, and it is amazing. It, the first episode is like someone look, took a look at my Christmas list. <laughs> okay. And what's on your Christmas list? Uh, Top Gear's back. <laughs> All right. Love Ferrari. Um, <laughs> Jeremy Redder. Um... Trying to look to remember is the exactly. Stig there? there, there was no st- stag, stig, stog, whatever they're calling the new version of stig Stow. is. It's pronounced. They have doubt. They have an American who thinks all the cars who are not V eight are communist. Um, oh God. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's going to last long. But um, it's like the American then, top year didn't last long. Yeah. What are you talking about? That went on for a long time. Is it was not. As, it did. Yeah, American Top Gear went on for a while. It was not as popular as. Oh, I know. Yeah. But yeah, it, it's good old classic Top Gear again. But it's not Top Gear because TV still TVC still owns that. Now, but, when you talk about the the American who talks about it, he's talking about domestic, not just V V eights because. No, no, the joke is that he's he's an American, he's a NASCAR driver, mm. and the joke is that any car that's not a V8 is communist trash. Because mm. all the cars that's... they normally talk about have, like, V8s and V6, or v, uh, V12s in them. Very rarely do they talk about v, V6s or V4s. No, they yeah. do. Uh, yeah, they, they do. do. Like, the, yeah. the car they have, the, the new driver around the track dr- drive... Mm is a six cylinder. So and yeah. But like I know they released a 
video before of the new stog stig st- whatever stig. Stig. and it, it and it's the original stig from top gear the one who got fired from top gear for releasing the fact that he was the stig oh shit yeah um crazy 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 shit yeah well, and yeah like the opening the opening like three minutes of the new show and I'm in tears watching it. You're in t- so happy good. tears? Sad tears? Ha- yes. That's... <laughs> yes. Okay. Alright, I got one question before we move on from here. Yeah. So, uh, Cole. Yes? I guess you weren't here last week. What were your thoughts on One Punch Man? Yeah. Uh... You didn't watch it, did you? I never got around to watching it. <laughs> oh, cool. Moving on. I was I was planning on watching it like the two, the three days leading up to the podcast, but then I ended up not being in town. So what's Cole's punishment? Hmm. Are you really going to punish me we, for not holding, watching? Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. we are holding auditions yeah. for our new Green oh, yeah. Ranger. Oh yeah, <laughs> we'll totally do that kind of stuff. If you do that, the podcast will never be on on iTunes again. Well, why? It's not on one... iTunes now! Yes, it is. <laughs> People, if you're punctual about getting stuff on iTunes, let us know. <laughs> I have, I'm the one with the control of the server. Haha. <laughs> so, can I... But anyways. Just, can I just, like, do it myself? No. Why I'm not, not giving you passwords. To what, your server? I can just put onto another one, you know that. There's, there's yeah, more than one server in the world. Yeah, but you don't have access to the website that, that leads from the feed. What? You'd have to start a whole brand new one. Yeah. I can do that. You're saying that like I can't. People do that all the time. I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I'm going to take a line from Cole and moving on. So you're going to talk about Doctor Strange? Ferrari's better than Lamborghini. Okay. Doctor Strange love. <laughs> Doc- oh Dr. right, Strange I forgot. Love. We were going to talk about that. Talk about what? Doctor Strange. Or in another name, oh. uh, how I learned to love the bomb. Different movie. Anyone? Anyone? No one? Come on. Come on. No one? Doctor Strangelove? Yeah, yeah. I haven't yeah, seen but no one's saying it. anything. No. Why not? Because... Stanley Kubrick? Come on. Dude, Anyone? Just... Come on. Anyone? Come on. No one. Jeez. You're you alone, Tyler. You're alone. You people. You people. God. And Peter Sellers in it. Come on. Peter Sellers. Come Dude, on. I've seen the movie. It's been a long time, though. Kubrick's been dead oh. for a while. Peter Is Peter Sellers dead? I hope not. No, no, he's no. Not. Just, just Kubrick. Kubrick. Okay. No. Yeah. No. Wait. Yeah. No. I think he is. Oh. I, Peter I, Sellers, I, I really have no Anyways. idea. Peter Sellers? He died in the 80s. Are, are oh, we yeah, moving right. on? Are we moving on? Anyways. Peter Sellers, he's great. He's in uh, oh. Murder by Death, and it's hilarious. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he died in 2002. A long time dead. I, I, That's over 10 years of dead. That is almost 15 years of dead. Ni- 1980. Who, Kubrick or Peter Sellers? Sellers. Uh, 1980. Sellers? No, he died in 2002. 
1980. I'm looking at it right now, 2002, February 27th. What are you talking about? When Peter Sellers died. Peter Sellers. Pink Panther. Peter Sellers. That's, uh, I don't. What? Where? Where do you see this? I typed it into Google. Ah, oh, the almighty Google. Died in Middlesex Hospital in London. Why am I looking at that? Mm, let's look at that. Is there a different conspiracy theory, people? Conspiracy theory. Death and subsequent family issues. On twenty first, two arrived in London. He cracked. Do 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 do. He was taken to Middlesex Island and died just after midnight on twenty fourth, July nineteen eighty, at age. What are you looking at? The same thing. The Wikipedia you just you just said to go to. Peter Sellers. Yeah. I okay. Uh, I'm gonna do this oh, unless I'm reading something else. What am I reading here? Go there. <laughs> Can we go there. I want yeah. to go there. We're gonna go and look there. Look to the left. It says Peter Sellers, film actor. Died. Born yeah. April sixteenth, nineteen eighteen. Died February twenty seventh, two thousand two. Okay, but then actually go into He's like his fuck. thing. Yeah, somebody changed it. This is not the the fuck. Yeah, I people know, right? have changed shit. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm seeing you... nineteen eighty here. Yeah, me too. I don't know. That's Wikipedia for you. It can change on the fly. Apparently. IMDB, born at 1925, died 1980. Okay, yeah. then, then, the then the Google thing that I was reading was completely wrong. Mm. Yeah, I did find what you were looking at there, Cole. I was tricked for a second as well. They might have said, his, well, his wife died in 2002. Oh, so they probably confused oh. the two. Yeah. Maybe. Something in the search algorithm. Maybe. So, there you go. What a fun little interlude that was. Yay. Yeah, exactly. So, so what Peter are we talking Sellers, about? He's a great actor. Yeah, he's like a very good movies. actor. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Doctor Strange. Uh, Doctor Strange Love. Or uh, How I Stopped to Worry and Learned to Love the Bomb. Uh, that's talking about nuclear war. That's fun. Uh, Doctor Strange. Uh, Bender Snatch Cumberbitch. Uh, <laughs> oh, Bender, uh, you practiced that, didn't you? <laughs> Bender Egg, Egg, Bender Dick's Eggs, Egg Snatch? No. What is it? Who is he? Bendy Dick Cumberband. Egg Benedict Cumberbatch? Hey! Mmm, Eggs Benedict Hollandaz. Mmm. <laughs> Cumberhash. No. Cumberhash. Uh, who, who who's watched it? Who's watched Yo. it? Yo. I haven't yet. But oh, I will. Yet? Yet? Really? This I will Star not Wars? miss. No. Did you say you were? Yeah, I started yet. watching it. Yet? Yet? Here's the thing. This is the sad thing, and you guys are <laughs> okay. probably going to yell okay, at me for it. Here's Cole's backtracking. Go on. Go. Go. <laughs> you guys are probably going to hate me for this, but I started watching Star Wars. I got to, you know, you know the green Lucasfilm kind of screen? Like the thing that he puts at the front of all of his movies starts. Yeah, like before, like before the movie starts, it it yeah. pulls up the kind of like the, the production logo, logo for, yeah. for yeah, yeah. Got to that. that, and then I stopped. Oh my god! Oh. Oh. 
We'll be holding interviews for our new Green Ranger tomorrow at the Winwood Ball at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Please go and bring your demo reels, a headshot, some naked photos, and we will be going and considering all of you personally. Ladies, please only apply. <laughs> That's surprising coming from you. Um, ladies. 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 Ladies, ladies. I can find your girlfriend's Facebook. Um, (laughs) I know you're totally capable of that, but, you know, she's only my girlfriend. Uh, You're engaged, pal. (laughs) Eh, sure. Ladies. Moving on, though, what are we talking about? Ladies. Oh, yeah, we're talking about... We're talking about the new Doctor Strange. Are we? Really? Yes, I want to see it. I'm going to see it as soon as I can. Okay. If I can, I'm probably going to see it on Saturday. Ladies. So, put that out, Tyler. Um. One more time. One more time for good luck. But not now. When do you least expect it? So how about that Inception? (laughs) I thought it was... Special effects. All that special effects jazz that happened to that. All I can go by is the trailers, and I think it looks pretty good. And my both my roommates, mermaids have seen it, and they both enjoyed it. So I, I look forward to. Do you find the ancient fun. one? What was your thoughts about the ancient one? I well, for me personally, <laughs> that's the guy who hasn't seen the movie. Yes, uh, but I but I've I heard enough about it, and the really fact that I'm just we've had we've we've had this I'm conversation before though. Did we? We've had this co- yeah, we've had this conversation about how the world was freaking out that the ma- that the that the ancient was a girl. Oh. Well, no, it wasn't it wasn't that. It, it was more yeah. about her race than anything. Yeah, and the, the fact that they moved it from what Nepal to Tibet or the other way around, Tibet yeah. to Tibet, Nepal. Um Yeah. Yeah. No, just Political to go on a stuff piece aside. Yeah. <laughs> I still took my mother to this movie, <laughs> and it is by far, er, it is one of my two favorite Marvel movies. It is oh, yeah? visually stunning. It's a great story. You don't need to have seen any of the other Marvel movies to get the story of this movie. Cumberbatch um, did a good job. Hmm? Cumberbatch yeah. did a good job. If if you can get past his American accent, which is not as bad as some as see, some other actors, see, so look at that. No, I I got to comment on that too. I found his accent jarring as well. Yeah, yeah, but this isn't the like because I've seen some of his other American accent stuff, and it was all right. But like yeah, I said, it's not as else? bad as um, David Tennant's or. What other Some other actors, British actors, who have tried American accents and just can't get them? Yeah, I. What was the other, um, what other movies has he been in that he's had like an? Accent? August Osage County, Twelve Years a Slave. Um, there's one other one, and then he's done Australian for um, oh, uh, the WikiLeaks movie. Mm-hmm. Oh. The Fifth uh. Estate. Um. Yeah. So it's like I I didn't find it that weird. 
Mm. Really. In no way would I say that it was horrible with that side of things. I mean, he did a good job of acting in there, but I do wonder a little bit, uh, and this is more of a commentary of how films are being done anymore when it comes to (laughs) casting choices. This film was held off almost three years in production. They've been trying to go and greenlight this thing for a while, but they were so hell-bent on going and getting him for this particular role that they just kept pushing things back farther and farther and farther. This was supposed to be a uh, uh, Phase 2 Marvel project originally when they were going and greenlighting the filmscapes, and, well... (laughs) He wasn't available. He had multiple movie commitments to yeah. go and work through. Well, and I just wonder... one year there where he had 15, 15 yeah. major film projects. He's exactly a very busy year. man. He is, yes. and he's a great actor. But I do have to go and wonder a little bit because of the accent thing, because that got me as well. That's like the one negative that I keep reading about with a lot of online reviews is that a lot of people did find that to be somewhat jarring and at moments really took them out of the moment. I just wonder if, despite on how good he is as an actor and how good he was in this movie, if maybe Hollywood needs to, you know, start looking outside of, you know, A-list celebrities and maybe start looking for people that are naturally more suited to the role than trying to retrain them to be something else. I don't know. That That's just a me thing with that one, because um, I've been waiting for this movie for, like, four years. <laughs> Speaking of movies that... Um... to my my... my feelings on captain marvel but yeah and i still have to wait four years yes (laughs) yeah speaking of um movies that take a super that took a huge amount of time to green light um who has seen the wonder woman trailer yes yeah yeah i know it came out a while ago yeah it did. It came out a couple weeks back, but I still want—I wanted to bring it up just mostly because that particular franchise has been struggling to get a foothold for so long. Mm-hmm. That—that's one I do feel sorry for because as good of a financial success that CBS Television went and had with the uh, Linda Carter Wonder Woman TV series. It really did set back that character in the franchise a long way. Mm-hmm. Mm. That said, yeah. her cameo on Supergirl, wonderful. Well, mm. I don't know. DC, the whole DC thing is a little just like not working. It's it's doing a whole lot of catch up. Yeah. Um, yeah. I and, and that's just their approach to what stories they're telling. Versus mm-hmm. yeah. what stories Marvel's telling. Yeah. Well, and that's... Uh, unfortunately, I do have to agree with Tyler that there was not... Especially with what they've started doing, and it's starting to look like maybe there's some hope for it at this point to go and pull out and be something in the end. But they did not spend enough time going and doing story development for Batman v Superman and Definitely Suicide not. Squad... I mean, I'll say this, I actually did enjoy watching it, but it is a horrible movie. It is just a bad film. Which one? <laughs> Suicide Squad. Like, um, Batman v Superman, I... Yeah, plot-wise. Because yeah. um, it's... But, like, I don't know. It, it had... and they're, ju- they're just chasing Marvel's box office right now. They're trying to keep up, at which point the the product goes down in in quality. 
rather than trying to make a good movie. And there's definitely a lot of truth to that. I do think that part of their problem, though, and I do believe it's motivated, and part of this has to do with Warner Brothers and on how they always seem to go and push things ahead faster than what they're really ready to go or when they're really ready to go into production. Um, And this is why I say that I think maybe down the road it'll be something good, but where it started has been a bit of a disaster, to be polite. Mm -hmm. Going and looking at Batman v Superman, they did not go and spend any time trying to go and search for proper directors or writers for it. Um, I am one of those guys that enjoyed Man of Steel. I'm going to leave that one kind of out because I know that is like the most polarizing film ever. It's like a 50-50 margin between do you love it or do you hate it. Um, but when it came to Batman v Superman, I mean, they ended up going and skipping multiple other films just to go and get that thing out. They were like, okay, we'll go and do the character origin stories and all that stuff. We'll, we'll go and deal with those later. We need to go and get out something that's going to be big and dynamic and go and get people's attention, which they got people's attention, but not in a good way. Yeah. That's an understatement. Yeah. But look at who they went and got to do this. You went and got... A director who, and I really hate to be this guy, I hear, um, this is more of a point of Batman v Superman than Suicide Squad when it comes to the director, but they got Zack Snyder. Really? That guy? (laughs) You got him to go and direct this? Like, look through his movie credentials and go and ask yourself this serious question. What good has he actually done? Like, there are some really cool moments in some of his movies. Like, I, even in Batman v Superman, there were some really cool moments that came out of it. But my God, he has the worst storytelling, or he has the worst storytelling capabilities as a director, I think, of anybody that's in Hollywood right now. And David S. Goyer, why? Why does this guy still have work? Oh, my God. They went with the first people they knew they could go and sign on because they have worked with Warner Brothers before, and they were garbage. And the guys that they went and put in charge of going and writing Suicide Squad, they were going and focusing on everything except for continuity inside of the other franchises. They were just like, hey, so... We're clearly not ready to go into the Justice League movie. We have to go and rewrite the entire script after the BVS thing. Hang here. Let's go and just throw out something that we can't go and be compared to Marvel on, except for Guardians of the Galaxy, which you know, uh, yeah, <laughs> bad guys gone good guys. But it's uh, that's a whole nother thing right there. They didn't even try to go and come up with a coherent plot. They were like, we have these great characters. Let's do something with them. And some of the character moments in that movie are actually pretty good. That's why I say I was entertained. I enjoyed the movie. But (laughs) But the plot was so poorly put together. Some of the dialogue moments are absolutely cringeworthy, especially the El Diablo. Oh, I'm not losing another family. Wait, what? When did we become a family? Uh, Yeah, but that 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 made El Diablo like the only interesting character that actually had character development. And then they kill him and it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, exactly. And then they kill other characters so quickly that it's just like, well, Or Captain Boomerang, who leaves and comes back, and it's just like, what are you doing there? You don't really do anything. If he was more of a Joker character, like, if he... Because he's supposed to be the comical relief, but then he wasn't even that. He was like... Because they're all comical relief. Yeah. It's a problem. Um, Literally, the movie was just uh, the Avengers of Deadshot and Harley Quinn. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) 
then all the other characters were just kind of there. Yeah. And the only reason they had to do anything was because the whole thing got started. It's like so in tight in itself because they're like putting a team that ladies put a team together. And then literally one of the persons that is on that team is the one that goes evil instantly. Just like as soon as they get let, let loose, they go and kill and get loose and just start rampaging a city. And then all of a sudden they have to get in there and deal with it. And then hula dancing bad guy. Yeah. 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 It was, yeah. Wasn't that weird? The way she like just dancing and moving and talking. I'm like, what? What oh is she doing? God. It's very just... distracting. <laughs> it was like she's trying to she's trying to monologue, but then she's like hula dancing or belly dancing during it. And I'm like, what the hell? It just it was it was just out of it. That was also surreal, and that always took me out of the moment when I watched that. Oh God. Like, oh. I, I, yeah. 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 No. Yeah. 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 That's it's, that's yeah. just that was bad. I will go and say. When it comes to Wonder Woman, they have spent more time and have had more writers involved in the production of this movie because it was greenlit at the same time as Batman v Superman. They've been working on this one for a while, and I think they know that they need to get this one right because despite the fact that this character has not had a great run when it comes to solo projects, whether it was the abysmal first attempt at a movie, the Linda Carter TV series, which basically had nothing to do with the actual character herself. There's a lot riding on this one kind of as being the real start to the future justice league movie that they're working on as well as needing to go and cement a real, and I know people will hate me for saying this, but I got to be the one that has the unpopular opinion. A real justifiable super or female superhero character for a movie. As much as I like Scarlett Johansson as Black Widow, the character hasn't been developed enough in the movies to have a standalone film. I understand why it is that they haven't greenlit that. I'm very excited about the fact that Captain Marvel is coming out eventually, but... That's one that they have to go and do a lot of building to go and get up to that one to make it work. So Wonder Woman. There might have been a Easter egg in uh, Doctor Strange about Captain Marvel. Yes, which (laughs) we'll let people go and look for that one themselves. Yes, just Google Doctor Strange Easter egg, so you'll it'll pop up. (laughs) Yeah, that's uh, that's one I'm really excited about, but. This is going to be the first. This is going to be the first real big attempt at having a female superhero lead, and it looks like from everything we've seen that they've put a lot of thought and care into it. They changed directors just because the script changed so radically over the they've course of the They've changed it five years. They've changed it. They've gone through like five different directors since they started this. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I think the new guy they've got that's working on it, and you know who's going to be the one that's title attached to this thing. I think he's the perfect fit for this. Looking back at his filmography, I think that there's something that could be really good out of this. I'm hopeful with this one. Hmm. I don't know. I got nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, are we still talking about Captain Marvel or Wonder Woman? Wonder Woman. We're talking yeah. about Wonder Woman still? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Captain Marvel, there's a lot of groundwork that needs to be built up before that one is really worth talking about. I don't know. I looked at Wonder Woman and I just felt like, oh, this is just Captain America. Like, mm-hmm. that's what I get from it. Is well, it's, it's just going to be like DC. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. It's oh. just going to be Captain, the original Captain America movie, just with Wonder Woman, and it's DC, not Marvel. Yeah, well, and we'll see if it turns out to just go and be that. I mean, both of these characters do come from that time period. Don't get me wrong, I still think that that's going to be a fair comparison at some point. The question is, does it try to be its own movie set in the same time period and bring us something new and unique? Or is it just a carbon copy of what I argue was the best Marvel Phase 1 film? Yeah, we'll see. I'm excited to find out. Is... Is the first Avengers a Phase One film? Yeah. Yeah. Ah, I still say that's going to be the best Phase One film because that Avengers movie was pretty good. I it was pretty good, but I I can't call that the best film because there were still a lot of slow points in there and some really unnecessary moments of dialogue that just served to do nothing in the plot. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> well, we'll talk about that another time. Yeah. We've, we've yeah. already talked about that. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes we have. I, I was going to bring it up, but then I remembered we had already talked about this, so I wasn't going to, and then y'all did. I don't remember talking about that. We did. I think we were I'm drunk. Like... <laughs> when aren't you guys? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not drinking tonight. Not me. <laughs> so, with that. Are we going to talk about the other thing now? What other thing? We have other things to talk about? What do you want to talk about? What are we talking about? The, the, the FMA thing. Oh. We're not talking about hey, that. live action. Full, full Metal Alchemist. Yes. So that dropped so, this week. So, wait a second. Wait, wait, wait. I want to yeah. just... Has anyone seen the live action Attack on Titan? Yes. Now, now, what are the odds that that will happen again? God, I hope not. I... It, Considering that Japan's uh, track record when it comes to making live-action adaptations of animes, eh. They're normally not very good. No, no, they're normally not. But this one's a little different because it's being uh, produced and distributed by Warner Brothers this time around. It's got an international distributor. They know this thing's going to be going global. Mm, okay. Mm, so. Okay. So... Yeah, I can see if it's getting produced by getting produced by Warner Brothers for international sale. But how much of them how much are they actually like have a say in it though? That might just be strictly uh like uh um licensing rights to like get it across to other countries, to North America. <laughs> and they might actually have no actual say in the movie of making it good they just say hey we know this movie's gonna be good we're gonna give you money and then they gotta do all the um licensings for overseas which is they're gonna make tons of money off of that regardless even if it is just a kind of horror movie most definitely but the thing that goes and gives me some hope here is that normally with these anime movies they're distributed across maybe 1800 screens just in japan this one's going for a full theatrical release, not a limited theatrical release. So it'll probably be in around 3,000 cinemas in uh, in Japan alone. And with Warner Brothers going and talking about plans to distribute in 100 and I think it's 130 markets, I believe I read on one of the articles. That tells me that they've put a lot of money into this. Even if it's just for distribution, there's got to be some good stuff that's been put into this. Whether And I would go and say just visually, 
it looks gorgeous already, and a lot of that footage is still early CGI that we went and saw with like that beast that was in there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I this could be the one that actually goes and gives Japan's live action markets some leg to stand on. Hmm. Um. What are your other what, what What are other people's opinions just from the trailer that you watched? Um, there's not a whole lot in that trailer to show us how well, good it's going to be, other than obvious uh, the CG of it. Um, I'm excited, but tentative, <laughs> tentatively reserved, excited. Um, yeah. Just because I mean, FMA is one of my first animes. It's one of my first obsession animes. Um, one of the first things I cosplayed from. That's te- that, that tells you something for a cosplayer. Um, and, like, we didn't get to see a whole lot of the content. But, like, seeing, like, hey. the train and, right, it's like, okay, uh, we're, we're, uh, we're doing that stuff. Um, but, so, like, the, 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 the weird spiky dog creature... I have no idea how that ties into the story. Sounds like a chimera. Of some sort, obviously. See, that's another thing, is like... And like, how are we doing the homunculuses? And <laughs> What is their... Like, it, it's very CGI heavy. I can tell you obviously. that. It um, has to be, with alchemy and what have you. Well, yeah, I mean... Looks like yeah. it's more so than it... Well, it's, it's not more so than a Japanese live-action movie. They're always pretty sci-fi heavy. And so they always kind of seem pretty B-movie in that sense. And they're normally not very good or close to the adaptation because they're also sort of like poorly funded in B-movies. It's just kind of how it mm-hmm. is. But now I wonder what story are they going to tell? Are they going to tell it? Like, they, they're probably... Like, I, I saw one article that said that they're telling the original story. Like, are they going yeah, the anime? Manga. Are they going following the manga? Or they, or Brotherhood? What, what story are they telling? Um... That's another thing is like when they normally adapt it to movies, they always like change it, mm-hmm. like some weird key points in it, and it just it's always kind of like off and doesn't follow source material the, the right way. So yeah. it's like because I mean they have to to um, c- cut some stuff from the story and go c- combine stuff in the story and yeah, but like you're in the sense you're trying to say where they cut and edit to make it a proper story. That's normally for like the main productions. I'm when when I'm talking about Japanese like anime to live actions, you got to think more like a B movie, like a shitty B movie, the way they cut it and do everything. Where the logical sense doesn't, there is really some logic that doesn't hit home there. They just kind of do what they want. It's yeah, it's just there. You can't really throw logic at it in that sense of like, oh, there's a logical way to the that they need to just cut this and it just. Those B movies, they're they're just they're a whole lot of crazy people doing stuff, and there uh-huh. is no way to make method of that madness. So like that's that's the only thing I fear is like sure it looks cool because we've seen a whole bunch of CGI in action so far in the trailer, but is the story even going to be remotely close at all, or are they just going to go yeah. left and do what? What, what they story do? are they telling? That that's yeah. what I want to know, and that we didn't get from the trailer at all. It could be. Admittedly, anything. it's a teaser trailer, but yeah. yeah, I feel I don't know because like 
it could be any any story. Like it's literally you can't say, oh, they're probably going to follow source material. It's basically the concept of them being alchemists and their brother, them being in the situation is that's as far as you can get because that's all you can know about it. You don't even know if any of the characters that you know are going to be into it. All you know, other than is, Ed, now we've we yeah. saw them in the trailer. Yeah. So who knows? There's from my from my history of watching anime to live action movies. There's so many variables that keep changing in them when you go and watch them that makes them not very good. That like I want to have hope, but then I also want to be realistic. Mm-hmm. And statistically, that's like it's, I'm excited but tentative. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. You just I I can't I can't even think of any kind of logical like I can't even predict because there's so many unpredictable things that they do with those movies that don't make sense. That it's just like, well, this is yeah. This seems like the right idea to go, but right now know, I'm just waiting for the next trailer. Yeah. I guess that's all you can wait for. So, also, like, the same concept. Think about the Avatar movie. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's about as how much they normally change it, is like the way they did with the Avatar movie. With Japanese movie. It's just, yeah. So, I I don't know. I'll watch it. How much of a story can they get in the probably hour and a half that they will be? They've already got two other... Two other movies for the anime. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. That'd be cool if it was just a side story. I'd like that. Yeah. We won't know until we see more. Yeah. So give us but... more, people. Give us more. Hmm. <laughs> so, anyone else want to say stuff? Have any ideas? Any theories? I... I don't know. I, I'm mostly looking at the production side because the video is, you know, 33 seconds long. It looks like they've done a nice job of capturing the visual spirit, but I don't know. It, it's really hard to go and predict because of how little is in there. The only yes. thing I can go off of is who's their international distributor. And this is a little weird. I just ran across this. So Attack on Titan, um, the two-part live-action movie they did. Uh, the second part one, out already? Hmm. Actually, not 100% sure. I watched part one. I have no idea if part two is out yet. I'll, I'll fully admit. I've kind of yeah. lost interest in that franchise. But uh, production cost on those ones, that was budgeted for the two movies uh, at $45 million is what I'm going and seeing here, according to conversion rates. Uh, the Full Metal Alchemist movie has a projected budget of $100 million. Oh. Good God. So <laughs> that's an American movie budget right there. Maybe. Well, then, hmm, That's, that does that does uh, increase my expectations of it. Yeah, because that seems to be the big. Yeah, that seems to be a big issue with a lot of these live action Japanese movies. Most of them are made by companies like Toho, which I will say produce some of my favorite B movies. But they're not really ones that ever do big budgets. I mean, most of that Godzilla stuff, even adjusted for inflation, Hold on, I'm, I'm looking up an example of one here. I'm, I'm developing oh. my thought as I'm going and saying it here. Right there, Japanese movies, Godzilla, that is like an, the epitome of of B-movies. So, just always lower budgets. 
just, yeah, exactly. Because most of that stuff, and uh, okay, okay, I'm, I'm doing uh, Godzilla 1989, um, that release, which was one of the best looking Godzilla movies that Toho ever did. Um, and I think one of the last as well. I'm, I'm not an expert on this. This would be something that John would be a better expert on. He knows all that stuff. Um, that movie. Uh, hold on, I'm looking for an adjusted for inflation number on there. Yeah, that film only had like a $12 million adjusted for inflation budget. Um, looking at the GTO live action movie, and you guys know how I love GTO and I hate that live action movie. That was a $5 million production. Cromartie High School, one of my favorite bad animes. Uh, the live action movie for that one was a $15 million film. It's They always seem to be criminally under budgeted. And I wonder if maybe that has something to do with why they always end up so bad generally. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's that's why they look like B movies is because they get funded like B movies. So they do what they can, do what they want, I guess. Yeah. So. Well, I'm kind huh. of curious. I, but like with yeah, no, with that kind of funding now, it makes me think. Well, that's. That, they at that, least seem serious. Things. Yeah. Yeah. It changes things. Yeah. Because now it's getting funded like a not a B movie. So yeah, we'll see. See what it does. Hmm. Yeah, I'm curious. I, Very curious. Yeah, I I can only hope. I mean, FMA. I, I feel kind of weird saying this because it's not the first one to do this, but I feel like it's kind of a generational series. The first one, because that's the first real Japanese anime that was geared more towards an older audience, you know, late teens, early adults. That I think you could really call a legitimate international hit, like. You know, a lot of us watched Sailor Moon and stuff growing up, but that was more youth entertainment. I can't think of too many series uh, in anime before this, other than maybe Cowboy Bebop? Maybe? Uh, no, maybe Cowboy Yeah, Cowboy Bebop was definitely more adult. Yeah, um, oh, no, no, I, I agree on the more adult side. That's very clear. I just, I don't know if that was as big of an international hit. I know it was big here in America, and I know it was big in Japan. I have no idea what it was like in the European markets, though. Mm. Um I just kind of wonder, because I know FMA, that was a tremendous sensation. I mean, that was all over the place, whether I was going and reading in New Type and the theatrical screening of the... I'm, God, I'm trying to remember what the... What was the first Full Metal Alchemist movie? Is that the Conqueror of Shambhala or something like that? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I just remember going and seeing the lines of thousands of people in Germany that were waiting to go and see the theatrical release of that film. And I just can't remember that ever happening with an anime project before in that kind of market. I read about that and I think it, I think it was New Type USA. I think that was still when New Type was still around back then. Yeah, this is a very special franchise and something that does have a lot of international appeal. I think, quite honestly, they'd be really stupid not to go and uh, put as much effort into this as possible. Because I think, not to harp on, you know, what I, or not to harp on, you know, the same movie here, but like the Attack on Titan live action. That just felt like it was rushed into production. Same with so many other things with that franchise. Yeah, it just seems like yeah. it never really got a chance to breathe and mature. Yeah, it's like, it's like I don't know, Attack on Titan got so big so fast that everyone loved it, and I was like, well, I don't know why, 
the first season came out and it was like, okay, there wasn't a whole lot to it. Yeah, yeah. no. And then there's just so much shit for that. And yeah, people love it. Or I don't even, I don't even know. Sometimes I wonder if people don't love it and it's just media loves it. But right. it's, that's, that, that's like a weird anomaly. But like um, Full Metal Alchemist, I would always suggest that if I want anyone to start watching anime, I'd say watch that first. That's mm-hmm. always like a key a key one to watch because it's it's funny, it's got funny parts, it's got suspenseful parts, it's got actiony parts. Uh, it's more on the suspenseful actiony parts than it is the funny parts. It's not super comedy. It's not a comedy, but it does have comedic moments. Yeah, to lighten stuff up because that that is the point. Um, and it has twists, crazy twists in it that you don't expect. At least at least two. That really mess with you. Yeah. So, yeah, I would always suggest that one first. And I would, and like, that's too serious to watch. You can watch the first one and you can watch Brotherhood. Because, like, you can't have, like, I consider those ones a pair. You can't have one without the other. I totally agree. I mean, at least, at least you got to watch the first season of the original and then you could go and jump over to Brotherhood as far as I'm concerned. I don't know if the second half is as important there, but. Yeah, I haven't yeah. even figured it out. Well, I'd still say wash it. Yeah, I, I would as well. It's just, you know, if you felt like, you know, okay, I got to burn through these quickly, you have to watch season one of the original. I, then you yeah, jump into, like, episode 12 of Brotherhood. I'd almost say watch the first one first, too. And then yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, you have to. No, because you got all of the raw emotion and understanding these characters in the first series. Yes. Brotherhood... Brotherhood didn't connect you with a lot of the same characters in the beginning because yeah. there was a lot of overlap. That's why I say the assuming first... that people had seen the original. First. That's exactly, exactly it. Yeah, they they people they assumed like you watched the first one, so the whole first arc where it was exactly the same as they, they were both following the manga up to that point. They just kind of jumped through it a lot quicker. So yeah. you can watch the first half of the first season pretty quickly. Or you can watch the first, yeah, the first half of the first one, and it's a lot more spread and more in depth at the beginning. But then, in, if you watch it Brotherhood, it's it jumps through that a lot quicker. But if you've already watched the first one, then it's more like a refresher than it is jumping through it too quick. Because you, it, if you watch the first one, the original, or I can't say original, I just say the first one, um, those feelings come back to you. So even though it jumped through it quickly, you still get the same kind of emotional impact because you're now kind of reliving it a little bit or being pulled back to it. Um, mm-hmm. Where if you watch it the first time, if you watch Brotherhood first, then you probably wouldn't get that kind of feeling because it's the first time you see it. So it's not as in-depth and everything happens rather quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, like a certain scene happens, like I think, really quickly in Brotherhood. Like yeah. almost, I'd say like the third episode. Like it was... Six episodes into the original, it happens like in the second episode in Brotherhood. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. I could be the right thing. Yeah, watch the watch the first one, then watch Brotherhood. Then you got all the two movies, and then I guess the live action when it comes out. But yeah, no, I'd always say I'd always suggest that uh, Full Metal is like if you're gonna start watching anime, start watch that one first. That's where you get hooked, and then you can watch all the other stuff. That and Angel Beats. Go watch Angel Beats. Cole, you watching Angel Beats? Because nope. that's our next one. That's our next one. 
Yeah. Cool. Got that? Yeah, I got you. Angel Beats? Sure, I'll watch it. No, don't no, not sure. Okay. What? What? Cool. Cool. I want to hear you say it. I want to hear you properly. I will watch it. At least the first three episodes. No, No, you'll watch the whole thing. Cool. That's that's even worse if you only watch the first three episodes. Because you will not experience any of that show. All right, then. What do do you have to watch? Good point. No, what do you have to watch? Angel Beats. Okay, Angel Beats. Got that memorized? No, actually. Oh, Cole. What's his punishment? What is his punishment this time for not watching One Punch Man? Guys, anyone? Anyone? Because we got we to gotta figure out something. Because then if he doesn't watch Angel Beats, then it's going to be worse than that. No, no. Okay, okay, okay. Let's, let's go and do this fairly. We'll give no. him a chance to redeem no. himself. I but had meant to watch. I had meant to watch. He won't redeem himself. Meant though. and did are two different things here, Cole. But I'm I'm on your side here. I'm on your side. Don't be on if his I, side. If I screw up again, then I promise that I'll, you can go ahead and punish me. Yeah. No. That, that's that's exactly it. We're gonna go and let him try to do this again. And if he cannot go and accomplish watching all of Angel Beats in the next three weeks, then the next episode after that, we shall replace him with the most brain dead airheaded bimbo we can find and she will refer to herself as Cole for the rest of the series. Hmm. Do we have one of those? I'm Can sure we, we can find one. Nice. Somebody always has a bimbo friend. Yeah. Do they know how to work Skype though? Probably not. Uh... We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. I think that means that it's time for the outro. Um... Trying to get it. So, Cole, you literally, you gotta, you gotta do it. You gotta. Yes, I will watch it. I promise I will. Okay. You're gonna watch Angel Beats. You'll yes. watch the entirety of Angel Beats. Yeah. Yes. All 13 episodes? Yeah, 13 episodes, and then what was it, two OVAs? I'll let yeah. him skip the OVAs. <laughs> no, no, you can't. Those are the best ones, though. Oh, like, they're the best, but okay. I mean, if he gets through if he gets through the series, I say that we let him slide on that one. Hopefully, no, no. he enjoys it enough that he wants to do the OVAs. But let's, you know, it's the series that's that's the goal. Well, he's got. I feel like he's got to watch the OVAs first, even now. I, if he watches just the OVAs, I'd be okay with that. I <laughs> because the OVAs are great. They are awesome. They they are. They are. Is amazing. Oh. Oh, I just t- I like I typed it into Google just to see if there was a quick thing of it, just uh, showing exactly what it was. And the little description on the Google sidebar is literally in a realm within an afterlife, a band of teens fight to keep from being taken to the next level. <laughs> yep. That's yeah. That's exactly what it's about. Yeah. That's actually like the most song. honest synopsis I've heard of that series. To be honest. Eight point four out of ten. Um, major flaw, too short, apparently. Yeah, there's not yeah. enough of it. And thank you so much for joining us this week. Check us out on iTunes and help us out by giving us a five-star review. We'd greatly appreciate it. And of course, don't forget to check out our legacy archives on SoundCloud. We are also on YouTube for all of our multimedia projects, including Cosplay Mom, coming soon, and a few new ideas launching within the next couple months. Please hit us up on 
Twitter at Soccer Rangers and our email, Soccer Rangers Podcast at gmail.com. And of course, our Facebook group, Soccer Rangers Podcast. It's going to be a great season, and we hope that you'll join us for all of it. And of course, we are doomed updating every single Monday. Take care, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.